what's good? Welcome to the Post Off Podcast presented by Mali Way. It's your boy Malik. Thanks for tuning in. So we got some big news out of the NBA. I mean, you guys should probably notice by now, James Harden got traded from the Houston Rockets to the Brooklyn Nets after the whole turmoil and, you know, everything, all the tamper tantrum that he's been throwing, trying to get out. They finally made the move. Um, so, you know, it's been a, it's a, it's a four-team trade. There's a lot going on. You know, this is going to impact the league in multiple ways. So, you know, let's break this down. It's crazy because uh, today is what? Wednesday, January 13, 2021. You know, yesterday, you know, when the, when the Rockets lost to, um, you know, the Lakers, you know, the, the press conference, you know, was kind of sketchy. You know, James Harden was out there saying, you know, he, he loves the city of Houston, but, you know, it's crazy right now around him and, you know, it's not working out. They're not good enough. So he's making some some weird, you know, some some some, some the type of comments you make when you when you're on your way out. Um, so it's crazy because, you know, as soon as he, he was making these comments, um, we saw the reaction from John Wall. We saw the reaction from, you know, the Marcus Boogie Cousins team environment in Houston right now. Obviously, all the focus is on James Harden getting traded um, or his trade demands. Um, so it felt like something was already boiling up. James probably knew that, you know, there was discussions between Brooklyn Nets and the Houston Rockets. So that's probably why he kind of made that exit interview. Um, and then today he was held out of practice. He didn't even practice with the team. Um, so it wasn't a huge shock that the, that the move was made. I actually personally, you know, today, you know, after work, I was out here, you know, you know, making ESPN trade machine scenarios, you know, just for fun. Cause I, you know, I had a feeling something was going to, something was going to go down. Um, and then ultimately it did, man, it did, but, you know, just not with the Raptors, um, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, you know, they, they were serious about this. Um, you know, the news broke down, um, pretty much, you know, in the afternoon, you know, approximately, you know, 4, 15 PM, um, you know, it was Ramona Shelburne from ESPN and, uh, Adrian Woj, you know, the Woj bomb, you know, they both, um, simultaneously pretty much, um, released, um, a tweet saying that, um, uh, you know, the Brooklyn Nets had agreed in principle to a trade with the Houston Rockets for James Harden. So that came as a surprise. You know, everybody's out here. You know, everybody's excited. Obviously, this means that, you know, there's going to be a new dynasty, a new, a new super team in the East. Me personally, you know, I don't really I don't really like super teams. Um, I think Kevin Durant is, um, you know, selling himself, selling himself short. He had the opportunity to carry, you know, him and Kyrie to, to pretty much compete with LeBron James. It would have been, uh, you know, on an equal playing field. You know, I would have rated that even more. But, you know, who am I, right? Kevin Durant wants to do things his way. He, he's coming off an injury. You know, he probably feels that he can't beat LeBron. But, um, yeah, man, let's break down the trade. The trade was, it was a haul, man. I didn't expect them to get a haul. Obviously, you know, I, I knew Brooklyn was the only team that was going to do that. If, if somebody was going to mortgage their future, Brooklyn seemed like they were ready to do that. But other than Brooklyn, I didn't think anybody was ready to to destroy their present and future just to get James Harden. So the Nets, obviously, you know, James Harden's boys with uh, with KD and Kyrie. So, you know, they, they thought it was, a, it was a good thing to do. But me personally, my first reaction to that trade is that, you know, back in 2013, um, the Nets made a similar move when they traded for Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and then two other pieces. Um, you know, they sent Boston three first-round picks, a pick swap, and some cap fillers. Um, they pretty much destroyed the whole future when they did that. Paul Pierce and Garnett, pretty, pretty you know, they pretty much only had one year in their belt. Um, they were old. Um, they barely got through, you know, the second round when they beat the Raptors. You know, the young baby Raptors when you know Lowry and DeRozan made their first playoff run. 
Um, and that was it. You know, they just disappeared. And then Boston just pretty much reaped uh, the benefits of that trade for the next like three to four years because, you know, they use, you know, two of those picks to get Jalen Brown. And then, you know, they got Jason Tatum with the with the, the swap. And then, you know, they also got pretty much, you know, Colin Sexton, which they traded to Cleveland. Brooklyn pretty much suffered for, for a long time before they actually uh, had to recover from that. So this is what this deal is kind of like feeling to me because they mortgaged their future for James Harden. I don't even think, um, you know, the fit is going to be nice between Kyrie, James, and uh, KD. Um, you know, I really like the, the guys that they had before. Um, you know, Jared Allen um, in terms of um, Karis LeVert. Um, you know, they had a deep bench, but, you know, they, 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 they pretty much mortgaged all that. That's not the only thing they sent. They sent pretty much four unprotected first pick and four pick swap, which is ridiculous. Because if you think about that, that's a pick swap in 2021 this year. And then 2022, unprotected first round pick, regardless of, you know, where that falls. 2022, um, and then, they, sorry, two picks in 2022, one from Brooklyn, one from Milwaukee. And then in 2023, um, another pick swap. 2024, another unprotected first-round pick from Brooklyn. 2025, um, another pick swap. 26, another first. And then 27, another pick swap, which is ridiculous. If you think about that, from 2021 to 2027, Houston's going to be fishing for talent with all these picks. And Brooklyn, you know, they better hope that, you know, they're still in contention by 2027. I, I don't even think they'll be in contention in the next three years. But, you know, we'll see what happens with that. And plus, let's talk about the other teams that were involved, man, because the Houston Rockets on their end, I think they did good. Because me personally, you know my take on, on trading superstar players, man. A lot of times, um, you're not going to get a superstar back. You know, you're never going to get, if you have an MVP level player, you're never going to get an MVP level player back, right? Because teams are trying to win. That's why they're making these trades. So, you know, based on, on you know, what Houston got, I think this is an excellent trade for Houston because, you know, a lot of times you don't even get that. Um, and, um, Houston lost a lot of their picks when they traded for Chris Paul. Um, so, you know, they pretty much salvaged that. They got a lot of picks back, um, plus the players that they got. So let's, you know, let's check out what Houston got. Houston got, you know, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, Torian Prince, and then all the picks that I mentioned earlier, right? The, 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 the four, uh, first round picks and the four pick swap, you know, uh, originally the deal was between, it was actually a three team, uh, deal between Brooklyn, the Rockets and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Because um, obviously, you know, the, the, the Brooklyn Nets had to match the salary. Um, and, you know, they sent, uh, you know, Jared Allen, Torian Prince to uh, Cleveland. Um, and then Cleveland pretty much added, or I'm sorry, they also added Rodion uh, Kuroks. I probably butchered his name. I don't even know how to say that. Um, and then pretty much uh, Cleveland sent Dante Exum to, to the Rockets. Um, so that was the original deal. Um, you know, the reason why, you know, they, uh, sometimes it gets complicated with the three team, uh, maneuvers, but, uh, Brooklyn needed to, uh, match, you know, when, when, in the NBA, when you're trading for players, you got to match salaries. Um, and if you look at, you know, the salary that, um, that they sent out, Brooklyn only sent out about 34 million, uh, in terms of salary. And, um, and, uh, James Harden alone makes about, uh, 42 million this year. Um, so because Brooklyn only sent out about, um, uh, you know, 44 or sorry, 34 million and, uh, you know, James Harden makes uh, 41 or 42, there's a gap there, uh, you know, about eight, you know, you know, seven to eight million, you know, excuse my math. But, um, you know, the league allows, um, you know, uh, a threshold of 125 percent. 
So as long as, um, you know, um, if you're sending out less than what you're, you're getting back, as long as you're not getting back uh, more than 125% uh, of what you're sending out, uh, you're good. So basically, you know, uh, Brooklyn took on a little bit more salary than they sent out, but uh, they didn't go beyond the threshold. So, so everything was straight for them. After the trade, um, Houston then turned around and then immediately traded um, Karis LeVert um, to the Indiana Pacers. That's an underrated move right there. And then um, the Pacers sent Victor Oladipo to Houston. So I, I think that's an underrated because Victor Oladipo, you know, when he's right, um, you know, he could be, you know, you know, 20 to 25 points or, um, you know, he's a good defender at the, at the shooting guard position. Um, and he's definitely going to help the Houston Rockets, you know, make a playoff push. You know, he's on the last year of his contract. So pretty much Houston's going to have a good look at Oladipo, see if they want to keep him, see if they want to pay him um, after next year. Um, and then uh, Indiana, for them, you know, you know Indiana is always known to be a cheap franchise. Um, they're probably not trying to spend too much money. You know, they didn't want to pay Oladipo. And, um, you know, Karis LeVert is on a two-year deal. He's cheaper. He's about, you know, 18, you know, I think eight, 19 million this year and probably, you know, around 19 million uh, the following year. Um, so it's a, it's a good deal for them. They get Karis LeVert, you know, they can, they can add him to uh, the core with Brogdon and uh, Sabonis and these, and these boys, you know. And uh, with regards to Cleveland, you know, Cleveland probably made the move because, you know, uh, you know, Jared Allen to me was that's a big loss for Brooklyn. Man. Brooklyn, they, they, they traded a younger, cheaper, uh, better center. And then now they're, they're you know, they're stuck with uh, DeAndre Jordan. I mean, they're going to have to work it out. But Jared Allen to me is a huge loss. You know, he, 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 you know, he anchors the defense, uh, gets blocks, you know, protects the paint, um, gets a lot of rebounds. Um, and he's active. He's young, right? Um, so they just, you know, lost him. Obviously, you know, I'm sure they didn't want to lose him, but he had to be part of the deal. So they sent him to Cleveland. Cleveland, you know, their reasoning, um, you know, they have, right now they have, um, what's his name? Not DeAndre. Why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Andre Drummond. So, you know, Andre Drummond, you know, he, you know, people think he's an overpaid center. He's on the last year of his deal. So Cleveland's probably just preparing to lose him. They might be, you know, they might be trying to trade him before the trade, uh, the trade deadline in March. Um, he makes about $29 million a year. That's his last year. So, again, um, you know, he's either going to leave in free agency or they're going to trade him. So that's probably why, you know, they got Jared Allen or that's probably why they wanted to be included in the three-team uh, trade. Um, and it's good for them. It's good for them, man. They, they got a young core, um, you know, Colin Sexton, uh, Darius Garland. You know, now they're going to have, um, you know, Larry Nance and, um, and Jared Allen in the paint. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what Cleveland does. You know, Cleveland, Cleveland just needs to get rid of. Um, they're overpaid, um, you know, old guys right now. So pretty much Drummond and um, and uh, Kevin Love are still on the books. Um, so once they, you know, they deal with that, they should be good. But yeah, man, this, this, this is going to be interesting, man. James Harden is now, you know, you know, it's not official yet, but, you know, we're all anticipating that he's going to be part of the Brooklyn Nets in the coming days. Um, you know, he's, you know, a guy who spent nine years in Houston. You know, he, you know, he had a lot of shots at winning a championship. He had some good guys around him, but that didn't work out. Um, so at the end of the day, man, you know, we, you know, we got to live with it now. You know, the East Coast is going to be, you know, super tight. You know, I'm kind of, kind of mad Raptors couldn't, couldn't, you know, you know, get their hands on Harden. But at the end of the day, man, the Raptors are, you know, they're a good, uh, good organization. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I think they're going to, they're, they're going to, you know, develop the young guys. Um, you know, maybe if Bradley Beal gets an opportunity to, 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 to get traded, maybe we can, uh, you know, put in an offer there. Um, you know, I think we just need, you know, Masai Jiri said it in the past, we just need an elite shooting guard. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're straight, right? We can compete, we can compete with these guys because right now Brooklyn is looking like, you know, the favorite to come out the East. Um, you know, next in line, we probably have, you know, Philly, um, and Bede's, you know, playing at an MVP level right now. 
Um, the Celtics is always a, is always there as a competitor, um, and uh, obviously Miami Heat, you know, the team that was in the finals last year, and then you know, you know, the Raptors are somewhere down there, right? You know, I, I don't mind if this year doesn't go, um, you know, as good as we we we'd hope for in terms of the playoffs. Um, you know, you know, tanking. You know, I'm, I'm not a proponent of tanking, but if you're gonna do it for one year, you know, that could you know that could be the year for us to do it, bro, because. You know, the Spurs did it, you know, when, when, when in the past when they got Tim Duncan, uh, you know, Robinson got injured and then, um, you know, they pretty much got the number one pick that year, even though they were a good team. Um, and, you know, I feel like the Raptors can do the same thing, man. There's some, you know, nice young prospects out of college this year. The 2021 draft, you know, is looking promising. You know, you got guys like Cade Cunningham, you got guys like Jalen Green. Um, you know, you, you got a lot of dudes, man. Um, you know, Mobley, the center. Um, so, you know, I'm looking forward to that, but, uh, it's going to be an interesting season. Let's see if the Raptors can turn, you know, can turn it around. Um, you know, James Harden right now, you know, he, he's still, you know, at the same level when he started the year, you know, I think he dropped like a 40 piece, uh, in Portland. Uh, you know, he, he can still average a lot of assists. Um, if you look, if you look at his, um, you know, this year's percentage, you know, he's about the same as his career average, 44% from the field, um, about 35% from three. That's a little lower than his, his career average. Um, but James Harden, he's going to pick it up, man. He was just, he was, he was moody in Houston because he was trying to get traded. But now that he's with Houston, um, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. But yeah, man, you know, shouts out for you guys for, uh, you know, for listening in. Um, you know, I'll try to release something, uh, you know, in a, in a, with more details pretty soon. But uh, until then, man, take care of yourself.